Welcome back to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, Legacy Builders, thanks so much for coming back to watch another show. I'm so excited to be back with you with another show here at the Life School Masterclass platform that we have created with the amazing, amazing contribution of our amazing experts that join us daily. And today we're going to talk about how to implement succession planning for your company. Uh, that is an amazing, amazing topic that I know is a very high interest for you guys. So I can't, I'm very grateful actually to have one of my beautiful connections um, that our paths have crossed from a mutual community, Christopher Dura. And I love his energy and servant heart. And he's also a wealth of information. So Christopher, thanks so much for coming on. I can't wait to learn more from you and, and share a lot of um, the reciprocity that we both feel with our audience as well. Thank you so much, Alona. Um, it's a pleasure to be on your show today. And, you know, just really, you know, talk to business owners in the community about, you know, ways of thinking of an exit strategy and, you know, just tips and tools that they can take away by learning about, you know, business succession planning. I think it's an important uh, piece of the conversation for all entrepreneurs uh, at every stage of uh, where they're at. And, you know, we really want to make sure that business owners, you know, think about this at the forefront um, instead of, you know, towards the ending of their journey. So uh, definitely happy to talk and, and kind of delve right into it. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, we're always working years ahead. So having a very clear succession plan for your company, um, whatever life cycle of your company growth you might be in, uh, is, is definitely uh, worth really investing in learning more around. So Christopher, if you can maybe share a little bit around your background, the work you do on the day-to-day -day, and also some of the most meaningful moments that led you to the work that you're doing today. What you well, believe, well, thank you so much, Ilona. Again, I believe our mutual uh, relationship with helping to serve our community has really brought the abundance of this conversation together. Um, I'm a retired NFL athlete. Um, you know, I had an opportunity with the Miami Dolphins um, and I got hurt. Um, and my exit strategy was quite clear um, you know, before I got hurt, I had a master's in business administration and leadership. And I knew that um, going into this world, I wanted to be equipped, uh, equipped with knowledge and understanding that, you know, NFL is exactly what it means, not for long. And um, after my career ended, I had a, a very bad near death experience and my heart stopped. And, um, you know, by the grace of God, I got a second chance at life. Um, you know, when I got out of that situation, uh, I'm very blessed uh, to say that uh, I wanted to serve even, you know, at a deeper level. And I transitioned to become an investment advisor, um, you know, a licensed uh, you know, investment advisor who really is in the best interest of people who I talk to about financial planning. Um, today, you know, my focus is, is really equipping uh, business owners with, you know, a succession strategy. 
you know, letting them understand that before you start a business or before you continue building your business, you want to really think about how to exit the business. And that could be different things. Um, primarily, when we're thinking about um, generational wealth, you know, transferring your legacy, you know, thinking about tools that can assist you understand the valuation of what your company is worth. And, and those are some of the key topics of mystery. Um, a lot of business owners, um, you know, kind of think that sales really justifies the value of the company. Uh, there are a lot more variables, I would say, uh, really help you understand, you know, how much you can actually, you know, get for your uh, company in a sale or in an actual a merger or acquisition a transaction. Um, I take a step back and say, if our business owners would really uh, focus on, you know, the exit and then work backwards, they would become more efficient. And, and you know, the love that I have, you know, helping people and, and making sure business owners um, are really um, able to, you know, talk about these conversations earlier in their careers rather than later, it, it really sets the tone for, you know, how you invest in your business. Um, whether it's, you know, you know, making sure that your cost of goods sold are lower, uh, your bottom line uh, is impacted in, in a positive outlook, and, and really making sure that you can capture better sales. Uh, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, looking at your business as uh, really a legacy. And Absolutely. In Christopher, can I just uh, interject in that one? Because, yeah, there's so many. I mean, we all start our businesses and we have such a very strong emotional connection as founders, CEOs with our business. So sometimes just thinking of an exit plan kind of, you know, triggers people in the wrong way. But I love that you said that you want to work efficiently in your company as if maybe that could be in your future, right? So uh, working backwards with an exit plan is really important if you want to really leave that legacy and you just never know where life will take us, right? You never know what the life cycles will be. Maybe your you know, focus at the certain season for your company is that you know, you'll be there forever, but you just never know later on, maybe when your kids or other people around your partners or you know, all the movement that will happen, all the years that you'll be building your brand and putting in so much energy in your company, um, you just never know. So preparing for this, I think it's very, very smart. So based on sort of what you also do with your clients, what are some of those things that we can do to work backwards, as you said? What are some of those areas of focus that we should always um, have on top top mind when we make decisions for our company growth and investments that we should um, we should always consider? Well, absolutely, Alona. I believe uh, kind of the what is in it for me uh, you know, abbreviation is really important because a lot of business owners today, um, it's either, you know, we're building for wealth or we're building for legacy. And I think you can have, you know, both a best worlds, but if we think about it strategically, when we think about whether it's a transfer of... I don't want to interrupt. What is the difference? Are we building for wealth or are we building for legacy? If you can... Great. Well, when you're building for wealth, it means you want a better lifestyle. Maybe you want to impact your community uh, with different types of resources, you know, monetarily, when having enough cash flow to be able to do things you want. But then also, you know, consider things that you need to do as well for others. And, and having the right amount of wealth, you know, that's generated through your business means you have options. It means that you have the flexibility 
flexibility as well as liquidity to be able to you know help you know not only your communities but also your family when we're thinking about wealth building in your business it, it really kind of goes back to knowing what your business is worth and by knowing what your business is worth is working with a financial advisor like myself who can help you with what we call uh, an informal valuation um, valuations are done in two different formats you have what we call a formal which is you know more than 150 pages of information that you probably may never ever read unless you have a corporation that's a merger or an acquisition firm that helps you put that together and typically it could be expensive so essentially we have the other side which is called an informal valuation a lot less paperwork we're talking roughly maybe less than you know 20 30 pages but it really puts you in a position to understand what your business is actually worth by looking at several different variables, um, the nature and history, um, understanding you know, your tax returns, uh, looking at the goodwill of, of what you do in the community, you know, really considering um, you know, how the owners are taking their distributions, whether it's K1 distributions, W2, um, or just generating revenue. Um, another aspect of looking at an informal valuation is seeing if there's potential, you know, for you to bring in a merger and acquisition company. And depending on where you are at in the stages of your business, you want to also consider, can this be an IPO sale? So we are able to crunch those types of variables that really generates a, ni a nice report to help you have that conversation. So when we're talking about wealth, you know, we, we, we want to look ourselves in the mirror and ask ourselves, well, what is the driver behind the wealth? What is the motivation, you know, really helping us achieve the wealth? And I believe that you, you have to have good customer service. You have to have a quality product or a quality service, but you also have to understand your why. And I think that really helps an entrepreneur understand the purpose of, of what their business is really doing for others. Now, you asked me another good question, legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, legacy is the other aspect when we're talking about business owners and entrepreneurs. Our legacies really identify who we are. How many people have we touched? How many people have we changed and impacted? So is your product or service really uh, going to be something that's going to be remembered when we're no longer around? There's only a couple things that are guaranteed in life, death and taxes. And I don't think any of them we're running away from. So essentially, those are the aspects of when we're talking to entrepreneurs, how do we really have that? conversation that we don't want to have because sometimes we work so much in the business that we kind of shy away from working on the business yeah well absolutely i love the distinction that's why i purposely asked i love that you kind of <laughs> define that for a lot of people because yeah it's it, it just gets meshed together you know wealth building and legacy building and it's so you know it means something different to everyone i think that's that's okay too right i mean at the end of the day we're building businesses that are in service and create positive impact in in our communities and in our global communities that we want to serve again whether you have a service or a product as you mentioned so i think it's important that we have that clarity uh, around what is it that we're building and especially because this journey of entrepreneurship and con uh, company building um it's a journey where you need to have vision, right? You need to have that vision for the long-term um, success of the company or for the building of your brand. So a lot of your day-to-day -day decisions, if you understand that bigger picture, 
will become easier and more effective. And you'll be again focused and aligned on the right priorities that move your brand forward, that create this impact in society as well. So I love that. Christopher, because um, your conversation, the conversation we're having, uh, kind of jotted down a few of the concerns maybe of my audience, whether while well, with the personal branding side of things, a lot of entrepreneurs are, that are in the service space, you know, we always kind of have this dilemma around, do we build a personal brand, our name, put our name in our company? And how do we also start eventually when the company gets big enough so that we move ourselves away from it or maybe position ourselves in areas that were more effective and start bringing in new people and new voices in the company uh, with, with the building of the co uh, company brand? So how do you suggest that we, we kind of uh, manage both of these two areas, which seem pretty important in the longevity of the business or the life cycle of the company. Ilana, a great question, and especially uh, looking at branding. Branding is who you are. It identifies your purpose. People recognize, you know, your you know brand, your service, your product, and that really helps you drive you know, your consumers who you're reaching because we want to be able to know that your identity is distinguished. In the sense of, is your business a, a regional, you know, brand? Is it a national presence? Is there a global, you know, way for you to help, you know, serve, you know, your communities in a large scale? So essentially, when we're, when we're talking about building a brand, I think it goes back to basics. You know, having you know a business plan that could really help you see clearly, you know, where you need some resources. You know, having your market analysis that helps you identify competitors. Um, in, in, in the essence of making sure that as you're building your business, you're bringing the right type of assets. And I need personnel. Personnel in the sense of people that are smarter than you, people that are more um, knowledgeable or in certain areas, whether it's the accounting, whether it's the finance team, the operations, the sales, um, and even people who can think with vision. Because a lot of times we'll, we'll think that not many of us have both sides of the brain, you know, down packed. There's either the right side that's strong or the left side that's strong. So you identifying as the owner or visionary of your business to really understand your strengths and weaknesses. And, and by letting yourself kind of go through that phase of understanding where you can bring the most value. And it goes back to efficiency because, you know, when you have an efficient approach, now you know you're not in fear of losing the power behind making decisions of your business. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs sometimes, you know, when they create uh, an idea, they have a service, a product, and they have it and they, and they harness it to the heart. They keep it close to them. At times, what limits our growth and expansion is not being able to let go and allow others to continue running with your vision. And I believe that's been a major concern for a lot of entrepreneurs where they sometimes get the short end of the stick because the more you can build quality departments, quality people who can lead those departments, the more you're able to delegate. And by you being able to delegate, put you in a position to really build a strong team around you. A lot of these billion dollar companies, they're not you know, created overnight but they take some time to you know really have you know strength rome wasn't built overnight and i think that really is a story that can you know really testify you know amongst entrepreneurs today and and that is really where you're driving value if you have a service 
or product that's in demand. Now we want to figure out logistics, supply and demand. You know, where are you making the most sales? Where is your product or service in most demand? We have to make sure that we understand our competition as well, because what is separating you from your competitors? Now we can really fine tune some of our processes. We can understand exactly who and, and, and who our target audience is and where we can have the most potential. And, and I believe nowadays, you know, the way that technology has allowed us to advance so quickly, you know, being able to have a service or product that you can sell online has tremendously, you know, impacted the bottom line. Because now we can do business, you know, sitting in our seats in the USA, wherever, you know, whether it's the West Coast or the East Coast, and still be doing business um, in China and, and be able to, at one click, of a button, be able to do a transaction with somebody that wants our product, wants our service. And I think that's the difference where having a valuation, understanding exactly where you want to be is so important around the, the topic of business succession. Because if you have something that's in need, now we know exactly how to really target a certain region where you can make probably two to three times you know, sales based off of you being able to have access to those markets. Yeah. Well, a wealth of information, I told you. <laughs> Christopher, thank you so much for everything you shared with us today. I'm wrapping up the interview because me and you, I think we can go on for a while. <laughs> long, long time. Uh, I think I'll bring you back to the show where we can have more amazing conversation around even concepts of leadership, right? Serbian leadership, conscious leadership. How do we actually take these skills and bring them up to the next level because i always say without a dream or without systems in our company and efficiency and a productivity you know then uh we will always stay small and we can't really make the impact that we're looking to make with whatever is our chosen business model so thank you so much christopher i would love to ask you where is it that people can find out more information around all the work all the amazing work that you do in in servitude i should say well, you know, I really had a, a really great time just having a conversation and, and absolutely, um, you know, when the time permits, I'll be happy to, uh, you know, come back and, um, you know, share more, you know, things that I've, you know, learned over my experience and really provide, you know, value to the community. You know, in regards to servitude, um, you know, being a philanthropist is important um, because of the transition I had out of the NFL. Um, getting a second chance at life made me realize that, you know, my humbleness and, and resilience to learn and, and continue to give back education. Education is important for me because I feel that's a part of my legacy. Uh, I, in the pandemic, decided to, uh, you know, a passion project, you know, put some information to help nonprofits, uh, nonprofits specifically with sustainability. Um, I was, uh, you know, able to you know, write a book called Let's Get It. Uh, 10 Keys to Building Your Nonprofit to Maximum Impact. You can find this book anywhere. Um, you can type my name and, and literally it'll come up on Amazon, you know, Target, uh, globally, anywhere, probably in your local retail bookstore. Um, I would say encourage our audience members to take action. You know, Get the book if you're into leadership, um, if you are working a part of a team. Or if you're even a donor trying to understand how to really leave an impact with your contribution in perpetuity. And I think that book is really uh, the driver of why I do what I do today, knowing that I went through the experience that I went through um, as a former professional athlete. And, and today I believe 
if, if I were to be able to, you know, at least change one life through an education, that is the legacy that I want to leave behind when one day God calls me again. And, and, and that is really where I feel that the servitude of being able to provide resources through, you know, something you can read. You can pick up off the shelf. You can order it anywhere. And you can even go on my website at, at ChristopherDora.com and kind of, you know, do some research and have access to it. But I think really, you know, when, when you think about why I do what I do, you know, life is bigger than what I see in the mirror. Life is more about impact or around servitude, making sure that our future leaders of tomorrow understand that the tools that are going to help us change is by being educated. And I believe that's what helps entrepreneurs, you know, make better decisions. We don't know what we don't know. But if we can find a, a, a bank of knowledge and to be able to ask those probing questions, be able to, you know, challenge the status quo, now we're creating solutions. And that's really what I wanted to encourage a lot of nonprofit organizations who have leaders that, you know, at sometimes things get blurry. You know, things are not always perfect when you're running an organization. But, you know, also making sure that leaders need to have the right people on their team. And let's get it really, you know, helps leaders understand how to identify leadership amongst your team. And I believe those are some of the tools that you'd be able to take away uh, from reading Let's Get It. Now, you know, the emphasis is how do we make sure organizations don't dissolve? Because I think that was a bigger challenge, you know, in the pandemic where in the USA, you know, our federal government, you know, was not able to step up and provide the same type of funding. Many organizations globally, you know, had donors that were apprehensive. So how do we make sure that we can provide a tool and, and be able to make sure that now organizations that have missions are going to stand strong? And how they're going to now drink the information and let's get it and really absorb it and apply it. So, so that's the, the legacy that I want to leave uh, for everybody globally. And, and you'll know, be happy to you know, continue building. And stay tuned, guys, because there is edition number two on the way. Of the Oh, my gosh. Well, Christopher, I got to have you back because um, there's so many new topics that we could talk about. Um, and I also align with the education piece. I would say I'm in the entrepreneurial uh, journey as far as company and what we do here at the life school but but in the education inspiration piece of the of anything so i think that's really really powerful what you shared and definitely grab christopher's book uh definitely will plant new seeds for growth and also for creating massive impact with um, your chosen vocation or your your company. Thank you so much, Christopher, for everything that you shared with us. I thank you also for watching. And you know where to find us on all our social media channels and all major podcast platforms. I will see you next time with another beautiful guest and conversation. Bye, everybody. I want to share with you the four books that would change your life personally and professionally. So the first book is Connecting the Dots Backwards, one of the books I've written that will help you connect the dots between your past, your present, and your future life vision. You will find topics in there around marketing, sales, spirituality, relationships, all the areas that you need to be fulfilled as a human being. The second book that I've written, which is a journal, 
accompanies the Connecting with the Dots book. And this journal will help you apply the information that you learn in the book into a journal. It has self-guided questions that you can go uh, through and into to get the clarity that you need to discover your values, your vision, and your mission. This is a journal attaching um, the book as well. And then Purpose Driven Entrepreneurship is my latest book where I have included my legacy framework in building legacy businesses, everything from mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team. And I have connected all the dots between all those areas so that you have the fundamentals that you need to build a truly legacy empire. And then my latest creation is the Focus on Purpose Planner for increased productivity and efficiency, where I have included a framework around your productivity where you can plan ahead, uh, work on purpose, and leave amazing impact on the planet with your work. You can find any of my books on the website below, alonaloparicoaching.com books and definitely grab your copy. Let me know, leave me a review on Amazon and let me know how this book has impacted you and changed your life.